You have arrived at a special place. This is life-transforming word therapy that has no earthly duplicate. Here the Word of God defeats darkness and light reigns. This excellent journey of light begins at a place Jesus calls born again. John chapter 3, verse 3, Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Matthew chapter 4, verse 16 reads, The people which sat in darkness saw great light, and to them which sat in the region in shadow of death light is sprung up. And this journey of brilliant light becomes brighter every day. Proverbs 4.18, But the path of the just is as the shining light that shineth more and more unto the perfect day. Have you seen this light? Have you been born again, born a second time, this time of the Spirit of God? Are you ready to be forgiven, to have all your sin and shame expunged from your record? Are you ready to experience the power that destroys every bondage? Today is your day of salvation, your day to see the light. Click on the Further with Jesus for childlike instructions and immediate entry into the kingdom of God. Now for today's subject. God said, Romans chapter 12, verse 2, And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. God said, Ephesians chapter 4, 22 through 24, that she put off concerning the former conversation the old man, which is corrupt according to the deceitful lust, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind, and that she put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. God said Colossians chapter 1, 12 and 13, giving thanks unto the Father, which hath made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light, who hath delivered us from the power of darkness, and hath translated us into the kingdom of his dear Son. God said, Colossians 3, 9, and 10, Lie not one to another, seeing that ye have put off the old man with his deeds, and have put on the new man, which is renewed in knowledge after the image of him that created him. Man said, Old, archaic, man-written words, the Bible is bunk. Now the record. The magnificent glory of the Word of God can be misrepresented, but never overstated. This Word and God are one and the same. We found this interesting piece of information in the 1904 book, Dictionary of Quotations. They quoted John 1.1, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, and gave this comment. This verse was long regarded as the most sacred single verse in the Bible. The begging friars used the first four words of the Latin version as a pious salutation, end of quote. People sincerely searching for proof of God in his supernaturally authored Bible should consider this. Thousands of years before this world's brightest academics begin to understand an issue, they discover that God has already staked out the position. It's so impressive to consider that a childlike believer living in the world's most backwater, academically challenged place, whose only knowledge is the Word of God, will never be ashamed to say that he or she trusts in Him. Welcome to God Said, Man Said, feature article 660. 
which will once again prove the amazing inerrancy of Holy Writ. Each of these features is presented on this site in text and streaming audio for the edification of the saints and as ammunition in the battle for the souls of men. Every Thursday Eve, God willing, they grow by one. There are three convenient features on God said man said that many have found very useful. One, you have questions, God has answers. Whatever your question, type a keyword in the search bar top right and watch the screen populate with related information from Adam and Eve to quantum physics. Two, use the tell a friend feature above to send a message to someone you love. It's so quick and easy. Three, Imagine, you can download to your electronic device nearly 170 hours of God Said, Man Said features. Listen to one every day. Thank you for favoring us with your visit. May the God of all glory smile upon you. Statistics have been cited on God Said, Man Said that tell of the staggering number of global citizens who suffer from mental illnesses. 38% of Europe has been diagnosed as mentally ill, and the U.S. can't be far behind. God has offered word therapy as the solution. Multiple features posted on this site address the reality that, as the Bible declares, all things are literally made out of words from the electronic device by which you are accessing this information to your eyes, ears, and brain that are comprehending this message. And yes, even down to your DNA, the building instructions of life that delivers its message in a four-letter alphabet structured as words, sentences, paragraphs, chapters, and volumes. Words. Everything is made out of words. Psalms 33, 6, By the word of the Lord were the heavens made, and all the hosts of them by the breath of his mouth. Hebrews eleven three. Through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. Harnessing the power of God's creative words heals the mind and the body and empowers one to set a course for life, life more abundantly, even unto eternal life. In the November 2013 issue of Discover Magazine, a six-page feature was published under the heading of In Defense of Free Will, with the subhead, A Treatment for Obsessive Compulsive Disorder suggest that we can use the power of our thoughts to rewire our brains and direct our fate. Several paragraphs follow. Dr. Jeffrey Shorts got a phone call at 3 p.m., a script before 5 p.m., and the next afternoon he was there sitting with Leonardo DiCaprio exploring the intricacies of one of the most debilitating mental illnesses in medicine. DiCaprio was taking the role of Howard Hughes in The Aviator, a part requiring him to arc, as Hughes did, from genius billionaire to shaggy recluse caught in the grip of obsessive-compulsive disorder. Schwartz's books, Brain Lock and The Mind and the Brain, had established him as one of the world's foremost authorities on their underlying mechanisms and treatment of obsessive-compulsive disorder, a condition that plagues sufferers with unreasonable thoughts and fears, which in turn compel repetitive behavior. DiCaprio left the aviator with an Oscar-nominated performance and perhaps a mild case of the disease. 
It reportedly took him about a year to get back to normal. And today, his willful descent into the illness and subsequent recovery represents one of the most dramatic public examples in our popular culture of neuroplasticity, the ability of the brain to change in shape, function, configuration, or size. But Schwartz says mainstream science has yet to come to grips with an experience like DiCaprio's based on what Schwartz calls self-directed neuroplasticity, the ability to rewire your brain just with your thoughts. This kind of power doesn't only rescue his patients, he said. It rescues free will. In these earliest days, Schwartz didn't really know where he was going, only his starting point. And when he asked of his clients was truly dramatic, he asked them to recognize an OCD-related thought as soon as possible and relabel it as unreal, merely a symptom of their OCD, without giving in to it. The group responded enthusiastically, but things took off after an older woman in the group, Dottie, suddenly exclaimed, It's not me. It's my OCD. End of quote. Spirit creates physical results. God is a spirit, and he created all that is visible with his spoken word. Spirit precedes physical. Thoughts, silent words, are not physical but spiritual entities. All mental illness has some form of direct or indirect negative spiritual input, and the solution to the issue is Jesus Christ alone, Romans seven twenty one through 25 I find then a law that when I would do good, evil is present with me. For I delight in the law of God after the inward man. But I see another law in my members warring against the law of my mind and bringing me into captivity to the law of sin which is in my members. O wretched man that I am, who shall deliver me from the body of this death? I thank God through Jesus Christ our Lord." So then with the mind, I myself serve the law of God, but with the flesh, the law of sin. The Apostle Paul speaks of a third-person detachment, even as referred to by the Dr. Schwartz patient who said, It's not me, it's my OCD. Again from the Discover feature. Over the following weeks, patients started to report victories regularly. At first, these wins were small. Paula could hold off on questioning her boyfriend about his day for longer periods, first minutes, then an hour or more. She could get by while asking fewer questions. But as time passed, the patients reported something more remarkable. The intrusive thoughts of OCD were diminishing, occurring less frequently, and coming on with less power. Schwartz believed that this was because his patients were, in fact, using the power of their minds to rewire their adult brains. Finally, from the paragraph heading, The Rewired Brain. Eventually, Swartz began to feel he was seeing free will in action, the people under his care choosing again and again to engage in a new behavior. But he needed to wait to see if that evidence would turn up in a brain scan. And after 10 weeks of treatment in the four steps, it was time. His patients their brains imaged before any treatment began, entered the Hawking scanners a second time. Baxter crunched the data and told him the news. The amount of activity in these patients' OCD circuits had decreased to a degree commensurate with the best results achieved by pharmaceutical therapy. End of quote. 
Several paragraphs concerning neuroplasticity published on God Said, Man Said follow. This one's from the title, The Plastic Brain. Top neuroscientists were interviewed in the May 2005 issue of Discover magazine concerning what they considered to be the most critical development in neuroscience in the past 25 years. A dominant theme, the concept of the plasticity of the brain, kept reoccurring. The amazement in neuroscience is that the adult brain actually adds neurons and literally changes form. Neuroscientist Antonio Damasio, chairman of the Department of Neurology, University of Iowa College of Medicine, had this to say. The discovery that new neurons can appear in the adult brain may be the most surprising of the last quarter century of neuroscience. The scale of the phenomenon and its significance remain to be established, but it appears that one of the oldest dogmas in the business is not true. Neuroplasticity was addressed by M.D. Hauser, professor of psychology, Harvard University. The most important development in the last 25 years? No contest. The discovery of neurogenesis in adult animals. Until this discovery made in the 1980s, every neuroscientist believed that the birth of new neurons was confined to early fetal development and the juvenile years. This dogma was flattened when biologists discovered that the brains of adult male canaries undergo considerable neural change as a function of seasonal variation in their song. New neurons are born in the song control areas, find their way to the relevant neural pathways, and then hook up so that new songs can be produced to lower willing female canaries. The findings set off a spate of parallel discoveries in rats, primates, and humans with dramatic implications for how we think about neuroplasticity and its potential role in the rehabilitating individuals with acquired and inherited neural defects, including patients with phantom limb pain, spinal cord injuries, and Parkinson's disease, end of quote. Brain plasticity means that the shape, size, and the number of neurons and synaptic connections change with experience. Elizabeth Gould, professor of psychology, Princeton University, weighed in with the following. One of the most important advances in the field of neuroscience in the last 25 years was the recognition that the adult brain exhibits both functional and structural plasticity. Indeed, an entire subfield of neuroscience has emerged that focuses on plasticity as a basis for understanding brain function under normal conditions as well as after brain damage. Because of this large body of work, we now know that the shape, size, and number of neurons and synaptic connections change as a result of experience. Rutgers University, Paula Tallow co-director of the Center for Molecular and Behavioral Neuroscience said, the discovery that the central nervous system is plastic, physically adaptable, and as such directly modifiable through behavioral intervention is already being used to develop a novel generation of educational and rehabilitative methods for enhancing human mental function, both in children with learning disabilities and aging adults. Just as 
Uh, psychopharmacological and genetics have dominated new treatment approaches in the past 25 years. Neuroplasticity treatment approaches will have the potential to revolutionize both educational and clinical intervention strategies in the next 25 years. End of quote. The big news in the field of neuroscience is that the brain is plastic. It changes form over time and words and experiences are central to this process. Thousands of years before neuroscience was even conceived, God declared this principle over and over again in his word, Romans 12, 2, and be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. The godly renewing of the mind, making new the mind, actually transforms your entire being, mind, heart, body, soul, and spirit. This process, through a very dramatic, life-changing experience, is what Jesus Christ calls born again. The Word of God renews the mind, and we are transformed. Webster's 1828 American Dictionary of the English Language defines transform to change the form of, to metamorphose. Metamorphose is defined to change into a different form. Again, Webster defines it in theology as follows. Change the natural disposition and temper of a man from a state of enmity, which is war, to God and his law, into the image of God or into a disposition and temper conformed to the will of God. End of quote. The call to put on the mind of Christ is the call to be transformed into the likeness of God. God changes our entire being with words, His. So neuroscience now understands that the brain can be transformed. The Word of God, the foundation of all that is true, proclaimed this revelation thousands of years ago. End of quote. From the God Said, Man Said feature, Changing Your Brain. In past features, we have addressed the issue of neuroplasticity and how God changes the human brain, a concept known to the blood-bought as putting on the mind of Christ. What neuroscience is just beginning to comprehend has been common knowledge among the redeemed since the principle was defined numerous times in God's Word thousands of years ago. This feature will be just one more proof of the supernatural origin of the Bible and of the God who authored it. New research published in 2009 in Newberg and Waldman's book, How God Changes Your Brain, sheds additional light on the subject of neuroplasticity. Dr. Newberg is the director of the Center for Spirituality and the Mind at the University of Pennsylvania and one of the founders of a new field of interdisciplinary study called neurotheology. Co-author Mark Waldman is a therapist and author and co-author of 10 books. He lectures throughout the country. Keep in mind that in the Word of God, today's neuroplasticity is called renewing the mind. The following excerpts are from Newberg and Waldman's book. Contemplating God will change your brain, but I want to point out that meditating on other grand themes will also change your brain. If you contemplate the Big Bang or immerse yourself in the study of evolution or choose to play a musical instrument for that matter, you'll change the neural circuitry in ways that enhance your cognitive health. But religious and spiritual contemplation changes your brain in a profoundly different way because it strengthens a unique neural circuit that specifically enhances social awareness and empathy 
while subduing destructive feelings and emotions. This is precisely the kind of neural change we need to make if we want to solve the conflicts that currently afflict our world. And the underlying mechanism that allows these changes to occur relates to a unique quality known as neuroplasticity, the ability of the human brain to structurally rearrange itself in response to a wide variety of positive and negative events. If we combine all of the research on neuroplasticity, we must conclude that neurons do not have fixed properties or positions. Instead, they are changing all the time, triggered by competition, environmental changes, and education. So what does neuroplasticity have to do with God? Everything. For if you contemplate something as complex or mysterious as God, you're going to have incredible bursts of neural activity firing in different parts of your brain. New dendrites will rapidly grow, and old associations will disconnect as new imaginative perspectives emerge. End of quote. Again, from how God changes your brain. In nearly all of our subjects who had meditated for over 10 years, we found asymmetric activity between the left and right half of the thalamus when they were not engaged in any contemplative activity. In other words, one side was more active than the other side. In the general population, both sides are typically equal in activity, especially when you are at rest. We would argue that the more you meditate on a specific object, be it God or peace or financial success, the more active your thalamus becomes until it reaches a point of stimulation where it perceives thoughts in the same way that other sensations are perceived. And if you exercise an idea over and over, your brain will begin to respond as though the idea was a real object in the world. This, we believe, is what may cause thalamic asymmetry in advanced meditators. Thus, the more you focus on God, the more God will be sensed as real. But it will not be a symmetrical reality. Instead, it will be perceived asymmetrically, meaning that the reality will appear different from one's normal perception of the world. For advanced meditators, the asymmetrical reality becomes their normal state of awareness. God, tranquility, and unity become an integral part of their lives, no longer a thought, but a palpable experience as real as the book you are holding in your hand. End of quote. Putting on the mind of Christ literally changes the formation of the brain. Let's read Romans 12, 2 again. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Neuroscientists know this as neuroplasticity. Transform simply means to change form. God's renewing of the mind process will change all aspects of a person's life, and it begins as a result of direct intervention of God's Spirit in the believer's mind. This process of godly mind transformation begins with a miracle and proceeds through a continual series of miracles. Miracle 1, born again. Miracle 2, the chain-breaking power of the open confession of Jesus Christ with the mouth. Miracle 3, a public water baptism by immersion. Miracle 4, the supernatural baptism of the Holy Ghost as received on the day of Pentecost. Miracle 5, the daily study of the Word of God which continues the process of mind renewal. 
The born-again experience is not turning over a new leaf. It's a new, all-new life. 2 Corinthians 5.17, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Neuroscience begins to understand neuroplasticity, but God is already there. End of quote. One God said, man said, believer sent the following email. Baptism with the Holy Ghost even cures autism. We asked him for clarification and he responded. I suffer from high functioning autism, a.k.a. Asperger's syndrome. When I received the Holy Ghost, my mind seemed clearer than I ever remember it being. For those of you who have not been filled with the Holy Ghost as they were on the day of Pentecost, click on to the Holy Ghost series. Let's change our brains. Below you will find the God Said Man Said brain-changing power-speaking page that you can print out and carry with you. There is a process for obtaining dominant victory. Following this verbal procedure yields results that are consistent, steadfast, and sure. If you are listening to this feature, I will speak the promise, and you should repeat out loud after me. If you are reading this feature, speak the promises out loud with emphasis. Are you ready? Here we go. I have repented of my sins and surrendered my life to my Lord Jesus Christ. I am born again. I am a new creature. I am a child of God. I am baptized with the Holy Ghost. My steps are ordered by the Lord. I can speak with new tongues. The angel of the Lord encamps about me to protect me. I can cast out devils. I am a king and a priest in Christ Jesus. I can lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. I am a saint. All things work together for my good. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. In everything give thanks. I am able to go up and take the country. I can bind and loose on earth, and it shall be bound and loosed in heaven. I am more than a conqueror through Christ who loves me. God always causes me to triumph in Christ. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. By the stripes of Jesus I am healed. I have power with God. I love everybody. Today is the best day of my life. Tomorrow will be better. Nothing shall by any means hurt me. Everything I put my hand to shall prosper. This is the day the Lord hath made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. Hallelujah. God said, Romans 12, verse 2, And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. God said, Ephesians 4, 22 through 24, that ye put off concerning the former conversation the old man, 
which is corrupt according to the deceitful lust, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind, and that ye put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. God said, Colossians 1, 12 and 13, giving thanks unto the Father, which hath made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light, who hath delivered us from the power of darkness and hath translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. God said, Colossians 3, 9 and 10, lie not one to another, seeing that ye have put off the old man with his deeds and have put on the new man, which is renewed in knowledge after the image of him that created him. Man said, old, archaic, man-written words, the Bible is bunk. Now you have the record.